and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your hosts, Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. Hey, Rachel. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too, Vicki. Um, so we have been, we are in a series right now, Three Ways to Grow Your Hygiene Department. We talked about that last week, and now we're going to dive deeper into these three ways. Right. Good. So um, the first way is to increase new patients. So in this episode, I really want to dive deeper into the three reasons why you should be increasing new patients and how that's significant to your hygiene department. Right, right? exactly. So um, one thing I always like to point out to practices, and I don't even think they realize this, is that every year they're losing roughly around 15 to 20% of their client base. Right, right. And it could be, I mean, Unfortunately, people pass away. Yeah. <laughs> they move away. Um, sometimes they're lured away by other offers in the area. You right. know, so we know that it's going to happen. Absolutely. So we've got to do something to make sure that we tackle that on the other end. I mean, we've got, we've got to be sure that, that uh, you know, we have more people coming in the door than going out the door. Right, right. So I think it's really important that we think about that. And if you are in a practice where you feel like, we're happy with our new patient numbers or we don't need to see. And, yeah. and I've heard this. this oh, is yeah. Not, I mean, I was in a practice that had that philosophy and talked about that in the last episode and that didn't end very well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we're scrounging for them. So if you were in a practice where you feel like you don't need new patients, well, keep that in mind. You're, you're losing patients sure. every single year. Exactly. I have seen um, offices that say when we put up a banner, uh, that said, now accepting new patients. They'd always been accepting new patients. Yeah. But, you know, now you're actually pointing it out. They said they had a, an influx of new patients come in. But I've, I've also been in practices or even in medical offices where I've called to try to get an appointment and say, oh, he's not taking new patients anymore. And I think, well, darn, now I need to try to find somebody. I really wanted to see him based on the referrals, you know. Right. So it, there's got to be a focus on that. Why would you not want new people to come into your practice? I have no idea. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense to me. And if you have a hygiene department that has not grown yeah. and you haven't hired another hygienist since you really don't know when, well, the focus is you are, the reality is you're not increasing new patients. Sure, right, right. Because if you were, then you should have. Because the point of that, too, is to get the new patient in the door, but you've got to convert them into your practice. Correct. That's the sort of another topic, but, you know, we've got to make sure that once we've, we've done the marketing, whether that be external marketing or even internal marketing from your referrals, and you've gotten that patient to come in the door because they've heard something good about you, we've got to convert them. We can't just stop there. Right. Um, and I know we talked about this in a previous episode on that retention rate, and a lot of offices don't even track that. Right. So if you're, if you're increasing new patients, let's say you're getting 20 more new patients a month, but you're not tracking that retention. How do you know? How do you know right. what you're And also doing? you're yeah. wasting your marketing dollars. Yeah, how do you know if your marketing if you, dollars are working? If you're investing $100 per new patient and you have no idea if you're retaining them, it seems like a big waste, right? Right. Uh, and that's where really we tie in these the other two ways to grow your hygiene department because a lot of these new patients, they filter in and they see the hygienist first. Not Absolutely. always, and I understand sure. there's always offices that prefer to see them on the doctor side first, but if majority mm -hmm. see them through hygiene. Mm -hmm. So then it goes to the hygienist to create the value to increase that size and purchase, sure. which of course we'll talk more about that sure. later. 
Um, also, I, I don't know that people realize how much a new patient's worth to the practice. So we say on average, conservatively, mm-hmm. a new patient is worth $1,500. Right. Meaning over, over the, the lifetime. Correct. Mm-hmm. Over the course mm-hmm. of their lifetime, they're bringing in $1,500. Unfortunately, they don't walk in on the first day and hand you a check for that amount. What? They don't? (laughs) That would be nice. Make that happen. Right, right. So that's why you've got to keep them, in order to see that average revenue, and some offices are even higher than this, um, you've got to keep them coming back. Which is why we invest so much time in your hygiene department. Exactly. Your hygienists are one of the most trusted team members in your practice. And they bond the patient to your practice. And talking about increasing new patients, thinking about a new patient coming in who bonds with that hygienist, Mm -hmm, has a mm -hmm. great rapport with that hygienist, and then that hygienist now has this persuasive power. Sure. So... If she's not asking for referrals, you are really missing a huge opportunity. Absolutely. Right? 81% of people say they trust their hygienist and their hygienist recommendations. Yeah, I don't know about you, know. you but I feel really good with that. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree because there were times, and doctors, you know this, um, you will walk in and you will tell the patient what they need and they will smile and nod and and you will think they heard it all. And w- as soon as you walk out the door, they say, do I really need that? Absolutely. To the hygienist, even the assistants right. as well, but also especially the hygienist. And, and so... The hygienist has a bond with that patient. They've developed that, and so it can be a very strong part of your practice to keep those patients coming back. Absolutely, and I always say everyone is in the new patient business. Oh, I agree. It's not just your people on the phones. It's mm-hmm. not just your marketing director. Right. Your hygienist, your your assistant, sure. your clinical team, they what, play a huge role in getting new patients. When I go into offices, and usually they'll we'll talk about their new patient numbers, even in the, in the hygiene trainings that we do, and so I want to know if the, the back team, the clinical team, knows where they are with regard to new patients. Mm-hmm. And you would be surprised that they don't always put their focus on. They don't, they don't always get it. The front desk knows how many new patients we've got coming in. The, the, you know, the back team knows other things. And I said, no, it, the entire team has to be aware of what is your new patient goal? Where are you up to this point of the month? Mm-hmm. And what do you, because everyone has a role in that. They absolutely do. And I, I know... Early on as a hygienist, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not until you start thinking of it as a business. And sure. your hygiene department sure. is a business within the business. So your hygienist should always be in the new patient business because sure. without them, your hygiene department will not grow, period. And she and everyone else, or he and, and everyone else in the office should be asking for referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be at least 50% of your new patient base coming because from people who have had a good experience in your office. Mm-hmm. And so many offices drop the ball there. They assume that, well, if they like us, they'll tell someone. You've, if you've got a patient who's happy and it has bonded with your practice, um, has that relationship with your practice, which to me I think is more important than than the treatment that you give. You know, what is it? Six percent. They remember six percent of what happened, but a hundred percent of how they felt. Absolutely, they're going to remember how they feel. Not right. Exactly. You don't have to be the best clinician in the world. Absolutely, <laughs> very they, small part exactly. To do that. But if they are dropping the ball and not asking for those referrals to get those new patients in the door, um, those new patients who are going to be, I'm putting better in, in air quotes here, but they're better because they've already they know your practice that they've heard something good about your practice. They know someone who who went in and survived. <laughs> I would know. say the referral is a much better patient than yeah. someone who just yeah. came in yeah. through a mailer or just yeah. found you on Google. I think less likely to cancel, perhaps, because Absolutely. they already kind of feel like they've got yeah. a connection to you through somebody else. Yeah. 
Um, so don't drop the ball there because you know, hygienists have a strong role in growing their own department by asking for referrals from patients who they've made happy. Yeah, and, and hygienists, if you're listening out there and you have a patient that you know loves you, loves the practice, ask them for a referral. Right. I just, that's so the best way to do we that. Don't even think yeah. about it. If you've got a grumpy old man who's, you know, complained about it, he might not be the person <laughs> to ask the referral for him. But unless you, you can uh, have him leaving happier than when he came <laughs> this in. This is true. That's right. That's right. But you know, if you've got that person who is just gushing about how great the experience was, if you don't say thank you, we appreciate you too, and we'd love to have your family and friends, please tell them about us. And you put a card in their hand. If you miss that opportunity, you, you've 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 lost a lot. You you could, really it have. could be an average of fifteen hundred dollars for every yeah, person they could refer to you. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars that you you just lost versus sure. gained, yeah. right? So I think it's really really important that to think about your persuasive powers and what mm-hmm. your role in the office is to increasing new patients. Right. It is not just the front desk, absolutely. Job. And um, start leveraging that. Sure, right? sure. Um, and then also another thing to think about is when you increase new patients, you grow your hygiene department and look at your hygiene department. There's a good a good number we, we like to say that if you're increasing your new patients by 50, 50 new patients a month, then you should be adding on a full-time hygienist. Sure. So what that means is, number one, if you're not adding hygienists, then you're not increasing new patients. Right. Or you have a serious retention problem. Yes, absolutely. So that's a yeah, good reality check. Them. If yeah. you have a lot of new patients, yet you're not adding hygiene, then it's time to start diving a little deeper into your retention. And, and Rachel, happening. I see that in many offices that I go into. New patients come in, but there's not a lot of focus on making sure now that they go into the hygiene department. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the practice should should be paying attention to that and say, Ms. Jones, I'm so glad that you're here today, and I hope we took care of that toothache or whatever it was for you. Let's make sure we get you in with the hygienist for your next. There has to be a promotion to that. Don't just assume they're going to do it on their own. Absolutely. And th- that ball gets dropped a lot a whole lot. And this is a big problem in a lot of offices, especially when you get those new patients in for those emergencies. Like how, mm-hmm. what are you doing to convert them? Sure. So that's a process and we can spend an entire podcast on that alone, on sure. that conversion, because I, I, I definitely hear that a lot from offices. Right. So you've got to make sure you have a good retention, retention process in place. So um, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. You know, again, three reasons you should always be increasing new patients is you are, number one, always losing patients, 15 to 20% of your patient base. So you've got to be replenishing that. Um, number two, a new patient brings in a lot of money to your practice over the lifetime, right, right. around 1500 sure. On and average, I think that'd be a conservative amount. That is super yeah. conservative. Yeah. A lot of offices, are, it's quite significantly more than that. Right. So you leverage your hygienist to be asking for these referrals, everyone should be in the new patient business. Right. And then um, again, if, they, if you're increasing new patients, then your hygiene department should be increasing as well. So every 50 new patients a month, you should be adding on another full-time hygienist. If you're not, dig into your retention because right. I can tell you right now, there's some, there's some retention uh, problems going on in your practice. So uh, we appreciate you listening. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes if you haven't done so already. You can also check out blog notes from the website as well as request a free analysis. So we encourage you to do that and we look forward to uh, talking with you again.